0: You're listening to a Roddenberry Podcast. Today is Tuesday, July 20th, 2021, and this is your daily Star Trek news from the Roddenberry Podcast Network. On today's show, William Shatner doesn't think the human race will reach a Star Trek future. Star Trek Discovery and Star Trek Strange New Worlds make use of an LED wall for their location shooting. I've got details of our latest giveaway for Discovery Season 3 on Blu-ray, and I've got this week's Trek trivia. I'm Allison Pitt, and today's show is supported by people like you through Patreon. Find out more and add your support at patreon.com forward slash daily Star Trek news. In this centennial year for Star Trek creator Gene Roddenberry, there is much talk about the vision of humanity overcoming its foibles and learning how to live long and prosper far into the future. Captain James T. Kirk confidently led the way into that future over 50 years ago, but William Shatner, who embodied Captain Kirk in Star Trek the original series and in other iterations of the franchise, doesn't appear to be so sure. In an interview with The Big Issue, Shatner, who's now 90, does appear sure that Captain Kirk was right when he said risk is our business. After recently falling off a horse, swimming with tiger sharks, and relishing in danger, fear, and anxiety, he still knows his decline and end are coming. But when he was asked whether he thinks humans will reach the future envisioned in Star Trek, Shatner said no. Beginning 50 years ago, he said, having read Rachel Carson's book, Silent Spring, which criticizes the pesticide industry, and seeing her predictions come true, now he sees humans burying their heads in the sand and failing to do anything about rising oceans due to climate change. While suggesting some creative solutions of his own and stopping short of predicting the end of humankind, he is of the opinion that we are in for a decline. Shatner, though, does have a plan for his own ultimate future. He wants to have his ashes buried under a redwood tree. He said, This way, you use the atoms of your body to nourish something living like a tree. I think it makes a great deal of sense. I love it. And I want to be a tree. For more on William Shatner's views on aging and the future of humanity, among other topics, you can read his full interview now over at bigissue.com. As production on Season 4 of Star Trek Discovery gets closer to completion, a report from American cinematographer shed some light on how a new LED technology, being shared by both Discovery and Star Trek Strange New Worlds, could reshape the world of studio filming. Before Season 4 went into production last November, executive producer Alex Kurtzman hinted at the possibility of using an AR wall in the filming process. Due to COVID-19 restrictions at the time, shooting on location wasn't an option, and the new technology couldn't have come at a better time. Built by visual effects company Pixomondo, the facility features a 70-foot wide, 270-degree soundstage. A horseshoe-shaped wrap-around LED wall standing 30-foot tall can create practically any background environment needed for filming. The shared stage also features a fully customizable ceiling that can be lit with either new LED panels or practical lights, depending on production needs. With over 60 motion capture cameras available and the option to track multiple cameras at the same time, performers can be filmed with a high quality, convincing LED background. Now with the new LED wall at their disposal, Discovery Visual Effects Supervisor Jason Zimmerman is looking towards the future. According to the report from American Cinematographer, Zimmerman said a lot of shows are looking at this as an opportunity to advance filmmaking. Getting something in camera when it's filmed is so much better than green screen in many ways. Zimmerman also said the production design and art departments are a lot more involved much earlier in the process. Audiences can expect to see the final product of this new filming technology when Season 4 of Star Trek Discovery and the first season of Strange New Worlds premiere in the coming months. To read the full report on the LED wall and how it's being used across the television industry, including production for Disney's The Mandalorian and ABC's Station 19, visit ASCMag.com. Now I've got Trek Trivia Tuesday and those giveaway details coming up in just a moment, but first, a word from me. This show is supported by people like you through Patreon. Your financial support helps us cover recurring costs like hosting and distribution, and it also helps us invest in the future, finding better ways to bring you more of the Star Trek news you need to know wherever you are. To find out more, just head to patreon.com forward slash daily Star Trek news. You can contribute from just a dollar a month. And with a 16% discount on an annual membership, you can support us for a whole year for around $10. That's patreon.com forward slash daily Star Trek news. And a big thanks to you for supporting this show. And now it's Trek Trivia Tuesday. Did you know that music has always been an important part of Star Trek. You probably did know that, let's be honest. Yeah, okay. Uh, In the second aired episode of the original series, Uhura sings a variation of the Scott song, Charlie is My Darling, first to Spock, then to the pubescent Charlie Evans, before he magics her voice away for... reasons. Michelle Nichols was given further opportunities to sing throughout the series and movies, but the tradition of using songs in Star Trek didn't end there. Chief O'Brien talks down his former commander, Benjamin Maxwell, from destroying a Cardassian ship by reminding him of a song a late shipmate sang, The Minstrel Boy. Commander Riker, of course, played jazz on his trombone, and Voyager's doctor was fond of opera. Hardcore punk band Beastie Boys were used to excellent effect in Star Trek Beyond to disrupt the swarm ship's ability to coordinate. And of course, Lieutenant Commander Data played classical music on the violin with this guy. (laughs) So now a trivia question for you. These are just a very few examples of how real-world music has been used in Star Trek. But can you name this one? What was Jadzia Dax's favorite song? Find out on Friday's episode of Daily Star Trek News. Right, there's one last thing I did not forget. (laughs) It's time for another Blu-ray giveaway. To celebrate this week's release of Star Trek Discovery Season 3 on Blu-ray and DVD, the folks at CBS Home Entertainment have given us three copies of the Blu-ray to give away, along with special Discovery themed posters for the winners. To be in with a chance to win, all you have to do is follow us and retweet our post on Twitter or send us an email at info at dailystartreknews.com with the subject line Discovery. As per usual, there's no purchase required, but you do need to live in the United States. Entries close at 11.59 p.m. Pacific Time on Saturday, July 24th, 2021. That's this Saturday. From CBS Home Entertainment, After following Commander Burnham into a wormhole in the second season finale, season three of Star Trek Discovery finds the crew of the USS Discovery landing in an unknown future, far from the home they once knew. Now living in a time filled with uncertainty, the USS Discovery crew, along with the help of some new friends, must work together to restore the hope to the Federation. The release of Discovery season three is available on DVD Blu-ray or limited edition Blu-ray Steelbook. In addition to all 13 episodes of the season, the release includes hours of special features, including interviews with the cast and crew, deleted scenes, a gag reel, and a special exclusive interview with actor Kenneth Mitchell on living with ALS and how they accommodated his wheelchair in filming his role. For more information on our giveaway, including all the ways you can enter, head to dailystar trek forward slash discovery and be sure to check out star trek discovery season three on blu-ray dvd and limited edition blu-ray steelbook available now at amazon.com or wherever you get your blu-rays well that's it for today's daily star trek news from the roddenberry podcast network don't forget to check out the other great shows on the network at podcasts.roddenberry.com Daily Star Trek News is produced by me, Allison Pitt, and written by Chris Peterson, Jack Brown, and David Powell, with trivia by T-Rick Jones. We're supported by people like you through Patreon. Find out how you can add your support at patreon.com forward slash News. I'm back tomorrow with more of the Star Trek news you need to know, and this week in Trek history. I'm Allison Pitt. Live long and prosper.